Hello and welcome to the Harmony Inspired Health Podcast, where we will be discussing all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, and topics that will enhance your personal development. My name is Harmony and I am your podcast host. I am a clinical Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner and registered nurse who specializes in women's hormonal and gut health. I am also a yoga teacher, Pilates instructor, business owner, and a mama of twin boys. My mission is to bridge the gap between modern medicine and emerging science with natural therapies and the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and Eastern medicine. I will be speaking with leaders in the industry and starting those conversations that will bring each modality together so we can truly offer a holistic health and wellness platform that educates and inspires you to live a more simple, healthy, and balanced life. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that each episode downloads to your podcast library. Then listen up and be inspired to create perfect health, healing, and harmony within your mind and body and live your most inspired life. You, my listener, are much appreciated. From my soul to yours, namaste. I would love to stay connected with you beyond me speaking into your ear holes every time you tune into this podcast. Join our tribe and subscribe to the Ayurveda Soul Sisters Tribe Facebook group so we can carry these conversations on in there. You can say hello on Facebook at Harmony Inspired Health or Instagram at Harmony Inspired Ayurveda or hang out on my website and see all the latest events, blogs or book in for an Ayurveda and integrative health consultation or body therapy. And don't forget to grab your free ebook whilst you're there. My website is www.harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Today's episode is Feng Shui, Your Way to Money, Success, and All the Good Things in Life with Patricia Lohan. Patricia Lohan is an author, speaker, and Feng Shui expert who helps women make their homes, businesses, and themselves magnetic to money, success, and all the good things in life. So I am super excited to have her on the podcast today. Patricia believes that success is both an inside and an outside job. Your external environment can affect your mind and your mind can affect your outside world. So how do we use Feng Shui to Feng Shui our mind and our home so that we can create a happy, healthy and wealthy life? Patricia is going to fill us in on all of her strategies. But first, I'd like to welcome Patricia to the podcast and find out how she is living her most inspired life. So welcome, Patricia. Thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. Sometimes I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. I'm really that <laughs> successful. Wow, I've been doing these things. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you. It's, uh, you do. You sound like you've got 
so much expertise under your belt. So I'm really looking forward to speaking with you. And I know um, some of our listeners are looking forward to hearing this as well. I've actually Amazing. had some of our listeners write in some questions that I'll ask you. At oh, the end. Yeah. love it. Love it. Love it. I love those hot seat ones that you're like, hmm, okay, yes, I'm on the spot, but that's all good with questions from people. Yeah. Yeah. And at least we're addressing exactly what they want to know about Feng Shui. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So before we get into the juicy feng shui stuff, I just wanted to ask you a few questions I ask all of my guests just so we can get a little mm-hmm. bit of an insight about how you live your most inspired life. So sure. could you please inspire us with your superpower? My superpower is connecting the dots. So I see the unseen essentially and I feel the unseen. So when um uh yeah, it's just yeah, that's really it. And, and I know they're like, how does that connect with feng shui? But that's actually how my background evolved. I actually worked with people as a holistic therapist, helping them release trauma and anxiety and different, like all tr- different things from their systems. And, um, and then when I realized that it was their homes that was blocking them, when I started working on the energy of my own home, and I would start intuitively being like, what's going on with your bedroom? What's going on with your sitting room? What's going on here? And they're like, how did, what are you why are you asking me this and then it was like oh it it was like connecting these dots of like actually it's it's you have to do the inside stuff just like I said like you like the intro but your external environment is having such a huge impact and when I go and see people's houses or they post pictures it's like what about that show me this what's this and they're like they've been walking past this thing all of their lives or for the last 10 years and it's like literally impacting them Mm, that's so good that you can create a your career and your whole life around Mm -hmm. your superpower that's amazing yeah for sure yeah amazing and what's your favorite quote or mantra at the moment my favorite quote has been the same one for so long and it's like be the change you want to see in the world Mm -hmm. um so for me it's truly you know i want to see change in the world but also be the change I want to inspire other people so for me you know you you just ask me where I'm I'm like I live in I live in Greece right now we live between Greece Bali last year we lived for a while in New York um you know we have created the life that I absolutely love I work with my amazing husband you know that is really it and it's like embodying it because sometimes we don't people don't believe that they can actually do what they want and create the life they want um Mm -hmm. And I just show them, yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. I give you permission. I give you full permission. Look at me. <laughs> Absolutely. And I guess one of the other questions I was going to ask is what does an inspired look or feel like to you? And I guess you've already explained that you're living mm. your inspired, most inspired life, traveling and moving yeah. wherever you you want yeah and it's it's like testing it as well I think that that's one of the things for me is that like we originally thought that thought that we wanted to be traveling all the time mm-hmm. and um we 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 decided that we wanted to be home ads so most of the time we go to a place and we'll stay there for an extended length of time so it's not like we're hop 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 I'm a feng shui expert like it's really the environment that I stay in is really important mm-hmm. so when we go back to Ireland we have a base that is there that I walk into it's it's on Airbnb right now but I walk walk in I unlock my 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 walk-in wardrobe all my clothes are still there like when I'm in Bali we have a base where we go to it's you know it's feng shui like we really it's like consciously creating that life so it's it's not this like jumpy jump jump we're very like okay this is and that's taking trial and error and learning what's been good for us um you know I 
and you know some people may not want this um and also it's like figuring out like I for so long thought I needed to find the one place that we would be all the time Mm. and I couldn't find it so then I was like oh actually I just love these certain few places and we're just gonna make this work yeah perfect I love that you do that (laughs) (laughs) and do you have anybody in particular that's inspiring you or not even a person maybe something that's inspiring you at the moment Inspiring me at the moment is actually like I'm really um, loving um, Michael Singer and his book, The Surrender Experiment, and really diving into that um, process of, you know, and it's interesting because I, I was very much in that flow, in that exactly what he describes in the book. And I was reading it going like, I have totally been there. Um, um, for many years when I quit my job and moved to India, I just was like, <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do the next day, but magic, magic, magic kept occurring. Um, and even all the way through for several years and something shifted and I, and I've been working on releasing that because I feel like I'm back into that surrender again. But it's when I read that book, I was like, ah, oh, this is it. This golden part thread of tapping into knowing that there is, and I know this, I knew this anyways, but it was just really, and it's a deeper level of just surrender, but not, and it's not surrender doing nothing. Like I, I take action I work. I love my business. I love my work, but it's from a place of um, service and a place of knowing that the universe is conspiring. Like in universe, maybe it's just like there's a higher source that's conspiring to move us forward and just trusting that. Mm, absolutely. I, um, I'll have to read that book. I haven't. One, I it's haven't. amazing. Yeah, it's really good. And it's really, um, it's a very easy read. And the concepts are, I think actually, even the concept is, can be really hard, especially um, from the fact that we have been brought up in a society where it's like, map everything out, plan everything, you yeah. go do this, then you do this, then you do this. Um, and, you know, this man ended up building like a multiple, like a billion dollar, like, billion multiple multiple billion dollar business and all he really wanted was sit to sit in in the trees and meditate but that's all he ever really wanted was to go to his like little sanctuary and sit in the trees and meditate and yet what was presented was like no we have a bigger plan for you (laughs) and that's really just knowing that we do there's a bigger plan for us and uh, yeah that that can be um confronting because we are like oh, I have this plan and then they're like no no this is your plan um yeah. and really moving with what you're being drawn to as opposed to what you're pushing towards yeah absolutely and I think the whole world's um plan has changed somewhat this year in 2020 mm-hmm. so we're having yeah. to adapt to change and just to realize that change is inevitable so it's always going to be yeah. thrown at us in some way and yeah when we can surrender to what is but taking that action, as you spoke about, to, to get yourself yeah. on the right path that, what, that you want to be on. But mm-hmm. knowing that your plan, the universe may have a different one for you. So it was called yeah. Surrender by who? Sorry? The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Ah, perfect. Yeah, I'm going to look that one up. I haven't even heard of it. That's excellent. Yeah, I've been. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Radio. So let's get into the feng shui. Mm-hmm. I know as sure. I mentioned before, I've got a lot of people um, who are really excited to hear what you have to say. So mm-hmm. I suppose for people who are listening in, who they've probably heard of 
feng shui the term thrown around and might have mm-hmm. a vague idea of what it is but i'd love for you just to explain it so we're a little bit more clear on exactly what feng shui is yeah for sure and you know for me i feel like it's one of the most misunderstood terms and words um yes. i just posted on instagram yesterday about it and someone was like so it's so interesting it's it, you don't it's not about moving furniture and i'm like no i actually don't care where your furniture is like I've really 99% of the time probably it's in the place that you know the room is built and it just has to go in that place and it's not going to do you're not doomed for life if it's not in the right place so for me feng shui is acupuncture for your home Mm. and um when we translate the um the word acupuncture or feng shui um it's it's a very ancient practice it's a 5,000 year old practice and this practice um, is really about bringing heaven into earth and making our homes um, balanced and harmonized, just like that energy of balancing of yin and yang. Um, and feng shui means, well, brought into kind of English, is good health and good harvest. So good health, obviously, we want an environment that supports our health, keeps us healthy. And obviously, you know, the Ayurveda, like it's all about, you know, our health and balancing that and making sure that we're looking after our health. But as a 5,000 year old practice, the harvest goes back to these, this is when people made their abundance was from the farm, from the land, and that's their abundance. So it's basically about health and wealth. Now that's the higher level perspective. And then every single part of your home mirrors a different part of your life. So when we look at the practice of feng shui and using it, um, we're, the, when it was brought from the east to the west, um, lots of surface feng shui, you know, the little little tips and things were, were brought out. And that's where it became like this kind of confusion about it being this practice about, um, you know, the aesthetics. I don't do interior design. Um, that's not my forte. I'm a shaman and an energy worker for the home. And that's what this is about. So it's about the underlying hidden energy of the home. Um, and this is the fundamentals as a feng shui um, expert and practitioner that I work with my clients. But there's always little extra things that you can do. So I'm sure like with Ayurveda, you're going to the root cause of what's going on. And that's what we work with with feng shui. But on the surface, there's like, you know, people will probably hear him bandy around like Vata, Kappa, Pitta. And they're like, well, I don't really understand it. And they're doing this one thing because of that. And this is the same. I think it's a similar aspect of like, you know, they're like, oh, I've, I've painted my front door red. I've heard that's good. And I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, like maybe. So really that's um, for me, um, feng shui is, has a, is a very deep process. And actually, when we think about the environment that we are in, we're spending a 10 20 i did a, um, a live the other day people were saying they're spending up to 23 hours in their home um and it's an energy it has an energy your home is an energy um and that environment is either supporting what you want or it is repelling it mm. so um and when i when this kind of came in it, it for me and i started working with it it was like like just revolutionary but also my entire life completely transformed before my own eyes and the eyes of my friends and family and my clients and they're like what have you done and I'm like wow I've just gone to the deep depths of using this practice to harmonize my environment and ultimately the environment you're living in is then going to bring you into balance and then align you up with your desires your dreams and calling what you want 
absolutely yeah it just it it very much goes hand in hand with ayurveda actually because we speak mm -hmm. about the our external environment and our internal environment can have such mm -hmm. a profound effect on our mind body constitution so i yeah. know for myself like if i have got clutter everywhere i find it very hard to concentrate and to think and mm -hmm. I can, yeah, our environment definitely impacts and, and can either aggravate or pacify our doshas, as you were mentioning before, the Vata Pitta Kapha. So yeah. It's, this, yeah, it's very, very interesting, the Feng Shui. And I, I don't know a lot about it myself, but I can mm -hmm. definitely understand that there's a whole lot more deeper meaning than where you place the furniture and things in your house. Yeah. Thank you for explaining that. It's really... Yeah, you're really welcome. And I think that that's where people are like, what? Like, you're not going to be telling me maybe to hang weird frogs or knock walls. Totally. Or, you know, move yeah. house. I'm like, I've never told anyone to move house. I'm not yeah. into those weird hanging things. Like, oh my god like you know your house is your house you want to have stuff you love in it yeah. um and then yeah like there's no structural changes and that's where people obviously are also a bit nervous that like i've heard if the toilet is here it's really bad and i'm like yeah but there's like a hundred other things that we could work on that'll just like yeah. counteract that you know so it's not the end of the world and that's actually one of the things that can happen is that we hear these stuff we've heard different things about what it is and what's right and what's wrong and then it's like black you know black x across our house oh it's my house is terrible feng shui you know my god like it's probably <laughs> fine like that one thing is not gonna you know it's, it's not gonna make a huge difference in your life there's other things we can do yeah so how did when did you first um when were you first exposed to feng shui or what sparked your interest in it <laughs> Um, so we moved house 22 times growing up. Oh. <laughs> my parents, like yeah. my parents loved, um, like, you know, taking on a kind of a project house and then renovating it and redecorating. And then we'd be like, uh, Oh, then they, they got bored and we would do it again. Um, so that was part of it. And I feel like that's definitely had a huge impact on my sensitivity to environments. But one time we moved into one house, I was 15 and I actually asked for books about feng shui for Christmas. I have no idea. Like I'm from the West coast of Ireland. I don't know how or why or where I even heard about this feng shui thing, but I asked for books about it. And um, I had those books and I was just like dived in. I was like, wow, this is amazing. And there was something deep inside me that was like, this is, this is something, this is something strong and powerful. Um, and I remember a couple of years later for my parents' business, I actually made them hire a feng shui consultant to come to feng shui their business. Like, this is how I was really like, this is, this is, I was convinced and converted like from a very deep place. And, you know, I now, feel like I definitely have had past lives in China and doing feng shui this is not my first you know and even when I trained deeper my husband is also a feng shui practitioner um, and we were training he's like how do you know all this stuff because I would like go on consults and be like blah 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 I'm like I don't know do you not know it like do you not know this stuff like and he's just like and he's sitting like studying like crazy and I'm like no I just yeah. get it um so that was really my first intro and what happened was you know I went down the very like traditional route then, you know, it was like, I went, I went to university, I studied business, I studied marketing, I decided that I was going to get a nine to five job, my parents were entrepreneurs, I was like, I don't want that, I'm going to get a normal job, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a normal person, that was definitely not written in the stars for me, um, 
so um in, in my late 20s i ended up leaving um the a job that i just like my the fa- I ended up in the family business leaving that job quitting moving to india and um, becoming a yoga teacher kind of like yeah just going off to into and having a really beautiful spiritual awakening yeah. and during that journey um i learned like lots of different modalities so like i've a mary poppins bag of modalities but I moved back to Dublin, to Ireland, and I moved to a new city, and I got a new apartment. And I said to my friend, who was my, my flatmate, I said, before I kind of walked in the apartment, I said, I'm not leaving here until I meet my husband. And she was like, ha, 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 yeah, whatever. And I'm like, no, I'm not, like, this is it. And she was like, okay, whatever. And um, I set about doing the feng shui that I knew, the, the kind of basics. Um, and I set up my bedroom, set up my, did everything I thought that I kind of knew from that surface stuff, even from those books back when I, way back. And very soon afterwards, I met my husband, Ken. And he had actually feng shui'd his bedroom and his house um, on that surface level as well. He'd been into it in his 20s. And I was like, he's feng shui'd this place. Um, and that really just led us to, you know, when I did end up move in with him and meet my husband, like that was so perfect. Yeah. Um, people were always asking me, how did you meet Ken? And I'm like, well, I did these feng shui things. And yeah. then um, when we dived into it deeper ourselves for ourselves, and this is also part of this personal part is like, I never saw myself doing this. Like I never, I had no clue. Like I was very happy with my holistic practice, you know, um, but it was during, through the practice, like I said earlier, that I would start saying intuitively to my clients, what's happening in your bedroom? What's going on here? Oh. And then I would go to their houses and be like, oh, like you can't, like your house is like bad for people. It's, it's, it's this, it's that, it's, it's, you know, and we would fix it. And then it was like, oh, all that personal development, all that inner work, just like, they would just like take off like rocket ships. It was like, amazing to witness and watch. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and Ken and I then did it for ourselves and trained and dived deeper into the kind of real root, that root, root, feng shui what we do with our clients now um and within months like you know i had like a wait list of clients i had this huge unexpected windfall of money my husband had like yeah he did his his work just like took off it was like everyone was like what have you done like what are you doing and i'm like we just did this feng shui and it was just that ripple from there you know like every it, it was it was so visible, you know, it was so visible in our life, you know, especially when it comes to, you know, a house that had like no furniture, no co- was concrete floors. I moved in with Ken, like concrete floors, hardly any furniture to like us being able to like landscape the driveway and finish our house off and, you know, all these things that they're like, huh? So yeah, it just, it was a mad- magical. Sounds magical. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And you'd, um, you say, in on your site that you can help people turn their home into a money magnet. And I guess just from speaking to you, you've done that for yourself, which is super amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure a lot of our listeners will be very interested in how that we can do this because who Mm -hmm. doesn't want more money flowing into their household? (laughs) Um, Yeah, for sure. Some of your wisdom with us on how we can or some small steps that we can do to allow more money to flow into our household. Yeah, for sure. So um, for me, I start at the same place with every single person, your front door. Um, and this may be like, what is my front door to do with my prosperity? 
Well, it has everything to do with it. So your front door is the mouth of your home. And, you know, just like if we don't eat, we starve. If your house isn't fed, the chi or the prana or the energy, it will starve. So um, first of all, is like using your front door. So a lot of people have like garages or back doors or all of that. It's like using your front door is really important. Um, and then the second thing is then just allowing and making sure that it's easy for that energy to get to the front door. So, you know, if you do walk up your front door and you see like weeds or the gate is broken or it's hard or it's like, there's like anything, you know, as long as it's like a creating a smooth entryway. Um, and when you get to it, do you stand there and go, Oh my God, I feel so good. This feels nice and clean. You know, it's like a welcome sign. There's a nice welcome mat. Like, that energy is so important because you want to feel that like positive uplift when you get to your door yourself, but for everyone else. And it's also saying like, come in here. So you bring that attention to the front door. Mm -hmm. um, and at the front door also, there's, um, there's a really important thing around, um, around just making sure it's easy to open. So our homes are very much mirrors for what's going on in our lives. So if I get to a front door and it's like hard to open, it's just reflecting a struggle. Like it's really, there's, a, there's things not flowing easily, this stiffness, that energy. So that's what's really important as well. And, you know, even just simple things like the door, just the door creak, like eee! if it does, it is crying. You know, your house is talking to you. Your house is talking to you. Um, I have a, a really amazing example of this at the front door. And um, this lady was a client of mine and I do everything virtually now. But um, this woman um, happened to be in my hometown when I was back in Ireland. So I got to her house and drove up to where the front door was. And there was all cobwebs. The door was really chipped. The plants were dead. Like the energy was really stagnant. And um, there was um, a child in her house that had a serious medical condition. And when I'd been talking to her, she's like, it just feels like a hospital. The house feels like a hospital. So when the front door was just not being used, they had built a special like back, they'd gone around the back and they were using the back entrance. When you walked into her back door, it was basically all the medical equipment. So the first thing she saw every time she walked in was all the medical equipment and the front door was not being used. Now, first of all, it did look really, really negative, but also there, there's, it, the house was starving of chi. It was just being starved. So it was very simple to rectify and open it up and that just like bring this fresh air and this energy in. So that's really important. Um, and then the next thing is like when you open your front door is what you see. Okay. So there's, there's, um, I've just been doing a training in, um, at the last couple of weeks and it's been so fun because people have really had these like aha moments. Like when you open the front door, like you want to feel like, ah, I'm home. So very first thing is like making sure that open, the door opens completely. You know, is there loads of coats behind the door? Is it blocking it? Again, all these little places where there can be this um, not being able to be its fullest capacity is really important. And then from there, like what's, what's on the wall? Is there a wall there? If there's a wall there, what's on that wall? And um, if there's a mirror there, a mirror is sending that energy back. So you've spent all this time making it beautiful to come in and the mirror is there going, goodbye. Come on, send it back out again. So um, we don't recommend mirrors are facing. So to the side is totally fine, um, but facing is not a good idea. Um, and you know what? I'm not the feng shui police. Give it a go. See how things change, you know? And yeah. um, what I do recommend when you walk in and if you do have a beautiful wall there, what do you see? Like, is it a beautiful painting or a family image or something that's uplifting that makes you feel really good? That's going to make a big difference. 
Um, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm here. Um, and then the other thing that can be difficult is if there's like, say for example, a window or a door, like a, a glass window or a door, the energy comes in and kind of flies out that window or door. So you can put like a curtain on it, put a, a clear, a little, um, a little sheer net or curtain, um, maybe bring a plant in front of it, you know, so you're just not blocking it from flowing right out. And that would be um, another suggestion. Now, in terms of prosperity and abundance, um, again, you have these different points, as I said, friction points around your house. Um, my invitation is for you to, you know, start outside your house and just start to imagine like you're coming in with brand new eyes, like that you're looking at it. You know, we just walk past all the things every day and we don't, we take things for granted. We take the little struggle for granted. We take the leaking tap for granted and you know recently my mom who now is into feng shui but not like i feng shui her place for and i get everything all sorted but um she rang me and she's like patricia oh my god like there's like you know there's this person owes me money and that person like she has her own business and i was just like okay go check this and check this and, and then she was just said something about i don't know how she she's like oh yeah and i've got I'm trying to get the plumber to come and fix this leak and i was like get it fixed quick she's like there's this dripping thing and literally that is like the drips that is like literally the energy dripping away. The water is money dripping away. So that tiny leaky drip tap that you have is like $50, $50, $50, every drip gone, gone, gone down the drain. Um, so again, like just looking at those little points and you know, there's a two pronged approach because we, we talked about this at the beginning was how it affects our own energy. So you know, if we have like broken handles, it is like, or no handles on say a door or whatever. I just always think of my mother-in-law's kitchen. She's lots, lots of handles missing. And I'm like, <gasps> grip on finances, grip on life, you know, having that, like, you know, getting that, you know, that having that grip on. So it's all this symbolism, but also mirroring back. So those friction points, not only is that door struggle or is that leaky tap effect, but it's like actually depleting you as well. Um, and it's impacting that part of your life. So it's really that sense of just moving around your house, looking at those little tiny little friction points um, because they like just easing that will make you feel better. Um, I was chatting to a, my sister a couple of weeks ago and she was saying something like she's like this, the, something with her dish, her glass washer was just like sticking out. It'd been jutting out for ages. And, you know, with COVID, everyone has been able to stay inside more. And she's like, I've cornered my husband. He's gone in, he's fixed it. And she's like, I feel so much better. Oh my God, this yeah. one thing that drove me crazy. And you know what? It's just a simple thing. But like that is where I really recommend because you'll start to, and it's tending to your home. Really, it's that tending to the environment will, will really make a difference. Yeah. I love how, yeah, it, that made a lot of sense. So I love the, your, the first thing you do when you get home is walk through the front door. And so you're saying that we should use our front door because that's energy mm -hmm. and not try to use another door in the house, the garage or a side door and make sure when you do use the front door that it's, it's clear. There's no creaks and cracks and everything. But when you, the first thing you look at is something uplifting and beautiful because it's, it's your space, it's your environment. And that's going mm -hmm. to automatically lift your energy as well as the home's energy. Totally. And, and you know, this, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to ask your opinion on, would you have, cause I love, I love the notion of having like the chi, which is energy and prana, which mm -hmm. we, we say prana and Ayurveda and yoga as you've done your yoga training, um, meaning that life force energy, it's the, sort of the same thing as chi. Um, 
would you suggest having something like a, a beautiful pot plant near your front door because of the, the prana in the plant as well? Or um, not necessarily. Like okay. basically, um, uh, we we work with the five element theory, so specific elements in specific are custom for specific areas. Um, but yeah, you could like what feels good to you. You know, for me, I'm like yeah, like a plant. You know, I'm I'm a big fan of like using artwork to really you know make your home like a vision board for what it is that you want to see unfold for you. Um, and use art. You know, use artwork. You know, you know plants, flowers all of that are great yeah yeah okay beautiful so anything that really brings you sort of joy the first thing you see yes yeah yeah for sure and it is your home you know that's yeah. the, also the really important thing it's like your home so it's important to be like what resonates with you something that's resonates and this is you know people often you know ask me like oh I'm thinking of buying I want to buy a new house like what should I look out for with feng shui and I'm like no 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 go find the house that ticks all of your boxes or find two that are like this and then come back to me and I will help you with the feng shui, which is going to be the best because I would prefer them to go like, oh, I picked this house because of the feng shui. And I'm like, no, like pick the house because you absolutely adore it. And that enough, that will be powerful. And then we can work on all the feng shui aspects or give me the choice and I will work through and be like, okay, well, this one is going to be optimum for, you know, what for you personally. Yeah, wonderful. And I loved how you mentioned getting handles on cupboards and doors, if mm -hmm. there's no handles. Um, and also, if you've got any leaks, any taps dripping, get those fixed. Because like you said, it is it's leaking that, that chi or the prana, that energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for those, sure. Those for tips. sure. I've never thought of it like that. <laughs> That's yeah. And also, in um, so you have you're an author, so you've written a book and you mm -hmm. also have creative programs. In one of your programs, mm -hmm. you talk about the secret success tools of the rich and famous, including Oprah, mm -hmm. Bill Gates and Richard Branson that have enabled them to create their dream life. So can mm -hmm. we as everyday people apply this tool to create our dream life? And if so, could you please share the tool with us? Well, the tool is feng shui. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. So yeah, so they all use feng shui, and actually, like every yep. Whole Foods across America uses feng shui. Um, you know, obviously, there's an amazing quote from Oprah around feng shui, um, and you know, this is really about like you know optimizing everything that we have. We have this opportunity. You know, there's a crazy world going out there. Like it's crazier than it ever was right yeah. now. Um, and yeah. the thing is, we can't control that. We can't control that. But we can use our home to create a sanctuary. So it's a space that is safe and supportive of our dreams. And what I think is when we, when we work with um, this energy in our homes, what happens is it's like, you know, you, I, you have a, a dream or a vision of what it is that you want. And it's like a seed. And I do this with my clients. I get them to visualize, you know, what are your intentions? What are your visions? What it is you want to see unfold through yourself? Um, and then we plant them in, our, in the most fertile soil. So the most fertile soil is going to be that positive environment that we have rather than like putting them out on the concrete. Like it's not going to work out there, you know? So really what we're doing is creating this beautiful um, energetic um, a cauldron for all of our dreams and that's what our home can do and um and that's what they use you know and the funny thing is when we think about that 
them, you know, especially big corporations like Bank of Armour, Disney, America, Disney, Morgan Stanley, all these huge corporations, their buildings are all feng shui. Um, and they're, you know, they're not going out flying a flag like we use feng shui, like just for, you know, to be, you know, because people will be like, oh, okay. But they use it because like profit is their, like they're, they have shareholders and, you know, boards that are looking for results and it's 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 down to profit which is you know feng shui is money and health so obviously it's going to be beneficial um for healthy employees happy people all of that but also for um, abundance yeah yeah brilliant so when you speak of um feng shui in your business are you talking about Mm -hmm. the physical environment of your business Mm-hmm. or your office yeah yeah setting up your office um you know this is a huge this is a huge one for me because i i do so many zoom calls um mm-hmm. and i see and i just want to say you have a great lovely solid back behind you with your like it looks great um but oftentimes it can be um really interesting to watch and see people's like workspaces um that they're not they can they're just not as supportive as they could be to call in the work you know calling the clients the money the abundance and they're just not set up in a way that they can be um just like an example i had a a client who called me in to work with her and herself and her husband shared the same office and they both ran the business she was the ceo and he's the cfo or ceo anyways i don't know what his job is but when you got into there you met the two of them she just looked exhausted and like stressed out and he was like hi how are you i'm great i'm like okay and then i walked into their office and i was like oh go figure look at this so um his desk was furthest from the door over in the corner he had a nice wall behind him a great high chair and he could see everything that was coming her desk when you basically you open the door her back was to the door her desk was pushed up against the wall and literally but like the door was right behind her and she would come in and the energy would come and just land on her shoulders and land on her desk and I was just like so are you completely overwhelmed and does everyone come with you with everything and you just can't see what's coming and it's just stressful she burst out crying she's like how did you know and I'm like because I can see the way you're set up here is literally pushing work away and creating so much stress and overwhelm for you right now Mm. so should you not have the door behind you in your office no ideally you want to see what's coming at you you want to be able to see what's coming at you um and be in a power position so have a wall behind you you can see what's coming at you feeling that sense of support okay i might have to change my office around then (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you'll see a difference yeah Yeah. i've got big windows in front of me like but Mm -hmm yeah, the door is actually behind me. So yeah, I might actually try that as an experiment. That could be really exciting. Yeah, give it a go. Give yeah, it a go. thank and, um, you. I have a guide actually on my website that you can get that has like how to feng shui your office with other steps and stuff. But yeah, yeah, just that one thing alone, like you start to be more prepared um, and it's, it feels really good. Yeah, that's, that's great. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go and I'll let you know how it goes for me. Love it. Yeah. Great. And um, I know the feng shui and the mindset it definitely goes hand in hand as we've mentioned throughout this podcast Mm -hmm. episode and i'm very intrigued in how you have manifested your sort of dream life like you were living in bali and now you're living in greece and you've created the dream the dream career for yourself so how do you get your manifesting mojo on? Like, has it gotten, mm-hmm. and how is it similar to Feng Shui, I guess? How does it cross over? 
manifestation okay. feng shui. Yeah. Um, so one of the things is feng shui is very interrelated to the Tao and Taoism, like it's all connected. Mm -hmm. So Chinese medicine, the Tao, um, and that's just the way that's like, this is the kind of the energy of the way. And really that's what your home is all about. It's like setting up your environment to connect you with the, with the, with that flow, that life force flow energy of like where you're being guided for your highest good. Mm -hmm. Um, and really that's a, a, a big part I suppose for me um you know I've I like there's there's um when it comes to I suppose manifesting this life like I always knew I wanted to live in a in different in a different country like I knew that Ireland wasn't the right place for me as soon as there was you know someone going somewhere I had a coat on like I was gone as even as a kid um but this whole idea of you know it started I think when I was literally working in my parents business and you know my I was working really hard it was a, like it just wasn't for it wasn't for me because I was like fulfilling someone else's dream I think this mm -hmm. is the biggest thing and to be honest I had no idea what my life would look like or what my business would look like and um but when I was in India I had <laughs> when I was in India I had this one mantra that I recited all the time and it was I work at a job I truly enjoy doing working with people I love who love me expressing my creative talents daily. Um, and I really just, and you see how it rolls off my tongue like 12 years later, because it really was embedded in me of this, like, this is what I'm calling in. I want to work with people I love who love me expressing my creative talents um, and just loving it. Um, and to be honest, it wasn't like this, it wasn't a straight line, you know, um, you know, I trained in the yoga. I feel like the yoga opened me up. It really opened me up physically. It opened my heart. It opened me up physically. To, and it also opened me up mentally to call in what these things for me you know and reactivate that energy of like the feng shui like being guided to like the feng shui came so like you know i had my books about feng shui but then i called in like literally within weeks these amazing feng shui masters arrived in ireland like hello go figure at this like literally within weeks and i'm like okay this i'm gonna do this and then i was like i'm gonna do that course i'm gonna train this i'm gonna do this and it was just like one step in front of the other and really following that is really big um, and then being surrounded by more like-minded people, I think is a huge one. Mm. Um, but really for me, it's like, it was, a, it's been about taking the next step and kind of having that bigger vision, but not being like held onto it. You know, last year we went to America. We're like, we're going to find a place. We're going to look at buying houses. And like, it didn't really work, but we're going to go back there again in the future. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad we didn't end up in the US this year. It was like the universe is looking out for us, you know? Yeah. And if ultimately we would really love that. But it's again that trial thing and just really trusting that we are supported. And for me, you know, I do do um, a lot of like personal development work. I, I work with I work with a shaman. I do shamanic work. I do clearing. Um, and that's been a big, huge part of it because, but I feel that it goes hand in hand with the feng shui. Like I'm not going to go, you know, this, ha this place we are right now, it, well, because I put it out there. I was like, I'm going to call in the highest vibration house that is um, good for people and good for money. And I did. And easy to feng shui was actually also because when we're nomadic, it can be a little bit like where like for me to get things. I was just like easy to feng shui. And literally we like, cause you know, we do this for ourselves. Like it's really easy. It was just like, Oh, like literally within 10 minutes after I had done all the analysis and everything, I had the place feng shui. I was like, yeah, done, 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 done. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You know? So I think that there's a, there's a dance of really, um, again, letting go of, 
the preconceived notions of what we think we're meant to do and being that person for other people. And the truer we are to ourselves and the truer we are to create the environments in our mind, in our heart and in our home that like, you know, it's success is, you know, inevitable. Yeah. And truly believing that you deserve it and that, that you can achieve it and then you can manifest. Yeah, for sure. And you know, like it doesn't come it wasn't like, oh my God, like now I have my business and everything's easy. It's, and it's so funny because there's a, I, I do listen, I haven't listened to any ages actually with Abraham Hicks. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, this is the thing, you know, if you're in a place situation and there's things going on and you're like, you know, and she's like, this is the place that you have been asked to be, you know, this is the place that you've been manifesting, you know? So for example, I remember a couple of years ago and um, there was like, I had to take on new team members and I was like, Oh, and something had not really worked. And I was listening to it. And I was like, Oh yeah. Like I did ask for myself, my business to grow. If I want my business to grow, I'm going to have to have team members. And with yeah. these team members, there's going to be a growth phase. So like, it's like, look back in the time when Patricia, you were cycling around Dublin on your bicycle doing sound healing for people, doing your gut bowls, earning five euros from teaching a yoga class. Like you have asked for this upgrade. Now you have to, you know, what comes with it comes with it and you learn and it's the next, it's the next level. So That's yeah, it's just it. an, it's a journey, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um, well, thank you for sharing all of that. There's so much, so much wisdom, so much interesting insights there that I'm definitely going to take on board for my own life. Um, I, before I let you go, I know you've, um, taking up too much of your time, but I did okay. have a few questions from some of our listeners who wrote in. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Yes. So if you don't mind, I can quickly ask you those. Um, mm -hmm. one of them was said that I'm really interested in the difference between Feng Shui schools. Okay, brilliant question. Um, yes, so there are two different schools of feng shui, um, and there's the um, there's the classical flying stars school, which is the school that I practice, and this um, basically says that every single house is totally unique and has its own personal energy. So you know, in you know, we we that and that for me that sounds really true because um, with the with the um, Western school of feng shui, which is, you know, it's like, we're going to bring feng shui from the east to the west. We're going to simplify it. We're going to, you know, comparing to is like comparing, you know, a beautiful organic vet restaurant to McDonald's. You know, it's literally, do we want the fast track? Like, let's do these few things and it'll just be, uh, um, you know, and some people have great success with it. For me, I have a lot of clients who have moved over transitions and they're like, wow, this makes sense, you know, and they've really worked it's been amazing. So there's always a starting point to tune in for, for that. Um, but the school we practice is very much around the unique energy imprint of your house based on when it was built, based on the size, based on the location of it. Like all of that all comes into, um, into play when we work with people with feng shui um, as opposed to, oh yeah, just stand there at the front door and find that area over there. Like for me, it just doesn't sit like that well. Yeah, sounds like it's a lot more holistic. As, as opposed, yeah, for as sure. As you were saying before, just like the surface sort of moving things, decorations, that kind yeah. of stuff, but getting deep into yeah. the, the history, I guess, of feng shui. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, the next question is about old bathrooms, how mm -hmm. to make them look a bit nicer and what will help with the energy. So she says currently that we're in a house with a 70 year old bathroom 
and it doesn't have a very nice vibe at all. So she just wanted some tips on making old dated homes a bit nicer environment, in particular, the old bathroom. <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> as I said, I am definitely not an interior designer. Um, that's like not my role. But what I would say is just like, how can you upgrade the simple other things in your bathroom, like the towels, the flowers, you know, bring in things that like upgrade all the other things like fluffy bath mats, you know, as opposed to from an interior perspective for me, like that's not what we look at but I would say in terms of the bathroom like upgraded from a place energetically so when you walk in rather than seeing you're like oh this old bathroom it's like oh my god look at these fluffy towels look at this lovely hand soap look at this and that will change your relationship with the space because you're going to be like oh my god I love this or bring nice fresh flowers in um into the space as well I love fresh flowers in a bathroom actually it Mm. just brings that nice beautiful fragrant and that beautiful Mm. life in a in a bathroom and yeah like green and even plants like I love like fern plants are great for the bathroom they love the bathrooms they thrive there so that's a good idea as well yeah yeah beautiful yeah and having really beautiful towels soft like you said the foot mats yeah nice sort of like fancy looking pump soaps <laughs> to make it look yeah kind of exactly and, and that's yeah. really you know for me it's like you can you can just like work with the environment you have like um from a feng shui perspective there's nothing wrong with a 70 year old bathroom you yeah. know at all you know yeah yeah nice and the next question i think it's the last question is when you have a front door directly facing the back door I think you addressed this earlier on actually with the um, talking about a plant or a curtain, but they said when you have a front door directly facing the back door, what can you put in the way to avoid money flowing in and out of your home? Yeah. So um, as I said earlier, first of all, if uh, maybe there's doors in between, like sometimes it's like there's, um, you know, doors in between the space. So just keeping that door closed other times, you know, at that back door, you could like, decide not to if you're it depends on if you're using it as well like so it's like finding what's going to be the most practical thing you know in our house in Ireland we originally had the same situation and I created a lovely console table and I put some nice things on it and it it worked because I had a it was just the way the house was designed to have a console table as you walked in beautiful console table nice piece of art some some flowers and we had a couch behind it. So it really stopped the chi leaving. Um, and as I said, you could put a curtain or a net or, you know, even some plants. Yeah. yeah. And what about, you know, when you say a curtain, you know, those sort of beads that you can hang down in front of you. You could door? totally use the beads. Yeah. You yeah. could totally use the beads. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Go real retro. <laughs> yeah. Go retro. <laughs> Lovely. Um, Well, thank you, Patricia. You have shared so many wonderful insights with us today and I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. So you do, as I mentioned before, you have a wonderful book, which is called The Happy Home. So would Mm -hmm. you like to tell our listeners a little bit more about the content in this book and where they can grab a copy 
and also where we yeah. can find you so your website and- yeah for sure so you can come to patricialohan.com and my website is is at patricialohan.com but also you can get the book from there it's called a happy home and it's very much the basics of feng shui of like where to get started and different things and then um i also have an, a program called the powerhouse um which is really where we dive deeper into activating that energy that kind of latent energy that's there waiting to be um unlocked and um call in and activate calling what it is you want um and then i also do have um just recently had a podcast release so that I do a weekly um, feng shui call um, where you just get tips and advice with feng shui um, and answer people's questions. So yeah, just go to the website. You'll find all of it there. And I've loads of tips and insights and guides, one for your office um, and one for um, money and abundance. Oh, brilliant. Thank you. I'll Thank pop, you. Yeah, I'll pop the website in the show notes anyway so people can just click on very quickly and get directed to your website perfect yeah thank you so much for thank you on. so much you're very welcome thank you thank you namaste namaste are you curious about ayurveda or have you been called to learn more about ayurveda if so I would love to offer you these teachings in my intro to Ayurveda Lifestyle Medicine for the Mind, Body, Soul online course. Ayurveda translates to the science of life and longevity. Its teachings hold ancient wisdom and secrets of how to live a long, healthy and vibrant life. Ayurveda has been around for 5,000 plus years. It's been tried and tested for centuries yet has only become more popularized in the modern Western world in recent times as the true healing benefits of Ayurveda are being discovered by many in the West. Its relevance and power is needed now more than ever. Applying Ayurvedic principles and practices to your mind, body, soul can help you heal your gut and gut-related symptoms such as bloating, gas, indigestion, constipation or loose stools. It can help assist with hormonal balance and total body balance. It helps mitigate stress and anxiety, clear skin, helps to achieve a healthy body weight and maintain it, helps you feel deeply connected to your mind, body, soul, increase and sustain energy, increase peace of mind and support and boost your metabolism. This course will give you an introduction into the art of Ayurvedic lifestyle medicine so that you can apply Ayurveda to your life and become your own healer and health guru. You will discover and understand yourself on a deeper level. In this course, you will learn the history of Ayurveda, Ayurvedic Dhinacharya, Ayurvedic nutrition, Ayurvedic psychology. You'll also discover your own unique constitution, your dosha. You will be given practical tips on how to apply the art of Ayurveda to your modern day lifestyle and how to simplify health to get the most out of your life. So if you would like to sign up to this seven module course, please head over to my website, www.harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. Namaste.
I wanted to share a really personal story about myself and my background of how my embarrassment and lack of confidence helped me to really heal my own body but also help others live their most inspiring and healthy life. So as most of you are aware, I'm a registered nurse and have been for the last 15 years. So I've been helping people heal and I have been teaching them and educating themselves about their body and their health. I'm also a personal trainer, a Pilates instructor and yoga teacher. So I spend a lot of my time on stage with a lot of eyes on me. And... Although I have, have always eaten really well, I've always been into health and wellness, I've exercised my whole life, I suffered in silence with IBS, so that's irritable bowel syndrome and leaky gut for many years. And some of the symptoms were belly bloating, was gas, was burping, was pain through my belly, cramping, and really uncomfortable, uncomfortable symptoms. It also um, led to a lot of fluid retention and weight gain. So I felt really uncomfortable getting up in front of everyone as a quote unquote health professional and fitness instructor. At this time, my confidence fell to an all-time low. I tried diet after diet. I was on the search for that magic bullet that would finally work. I was eating less, counting calories, exercising more and harder. You name it, I tried it. But all the while, I was suffering on these diets. I was hungry, I was deprived, and I was moody. My hormones were, were wreaking havoc on me and my belly was not improving even on all of the diets because I know now I was eating the wrong things. I even tried a juice diet. Seriously, what the F I know, it is the worst diet for a Vata imbalanced person, which I was. But at that stage, I didn't understand this. So maybe you can relate and know how defeating this is. When your belly is constantly bloated, you look 20 weeks pregnant, you suffer with cramping, leaky gut, IBS, and despite the numerous visits to the doctor, gastroenterologist, and dietitian, nothing or none of the symptoms seemed to subside until I took a step back and took charge of my life my emotional, physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. At my lowest point, I felt like a fraud, embarrassed, frustrated, and hated wearing my activewear, which I lived in. I hated getting on stage in front of others who were looking to me for guidance. So I decided that there had to be a better way. I made it my life's work to study the real science about life, Ayurveda, my body, food and nutrition and learn why I was struggling for so many years. And I learned how to heal my metabolism so I could not only lose the weight that I had put on, but also keep it off for good and to really minimize the IBS symptoms I was suffering. 
I finally felt freedom with food and my body and learned how to eat and take care of myself that felt nurturing rather than punishment, which led me to some pretty incredible results. So my passion now is to help others live a more balanced and inspired life using a method I know works and dates back more than 5,000 years ago. And that method is Ayurveda and integrated health. It is the science of life. I created the Ayurvedic mind-body cleanse protocol, which is a 12-week cleanse to detoxify your mind and your body because Ayurveda understands that the mind and the body are intricately connected. Ayurveda shares ancient wisdom that has been proven to achieve a healthy, balanced mind, body and life. In my Mind Body Reset Cleanse program, you will have It's specifically designed for you at your initial consultation incorporating the protocol. The cleanse will consist of preparing the body, releasing and eliminating impurities and toxins and rejuvenating the tissues. In Ayurveda, we say the datus. You will be supported throughout the process with one-on-one consultations with myself and Ayurvedic treatments such as lymphatic drainage massages. You will not only gain so much knowledge and insight about yourself, about your body, your mind and Ayurveda, but you will go on to live your most healthiest and inspired life. This cleanse will give you the tools that you will be able to use right throughout your whole life. So if this sounds something that you are interested in, if you suffer with leaky gut, IBS, bloating, weight gain, fluid retention, imbalanced hormones, skin that breaks out, mood changes, rapid mood changes, then please let me help you. Come and see me in my Ayurvedic and Integrative Health Clinic. You can book an initial consultation online with me Or if you wish, we can even tee up a free discovery call to see if this program is right for you. Namaste.